0: Hello, good evening and welcome to Seascapes. For tonight's programme, I'm at the first ever Ireland on the Water show in Lisburn. I'll be hearing about new on-the-water innovations and a whole range of activities in the marine leisure industry. Last weekend, I was in Lisburn in County Antrim for the first Ireland on the Water Expo. There were dozens of exhibitors there, showing everything from dry robes to speedboats, angling, ribs, houseboats, safety equipment, you name it. It's hoped that the expo will become a big annual show to cater for all aspects of the marine leisure business. I went around and chatted to many of the exhibitors to see some of the innovations on offer, but first I met with Olympic gold rowing medalist Finton McCarthy who told me about his taking a break from training to be an ambassador for Ireland on the Water.
1: I am, yeah, I'm having a really good time. So it's been a fun morning so far. I've been having a look around, uh, got into a houseboat, got into a rib. So yeah, really, really enjoying myself.
0: Are you in the training program at the moment? And is this a day out?
1: Yeah, I'm having a day off today. So I'm actually just back from a training camp in Seville. So we had a lot of hard, hard sessions, hard miles some weights um over there so having a bit of a day off today and then back into it probably monday
0: will that be in Skibbereen or in the national rowing center on the lee
1: yeah uh the national rowing center it's in um on innescara lake just uh before the dam so yeah get...
0: i rode there myself for the first ever event they had there oh no there way! There was a shandon boat club centenary or something like that. Really? i was still in school what's your typical day now in seville what's your training program
1: so um we're still doing a good bit of sort of mileage uh, this time of year just to you know keep that base fitness up so yeah, would, and that's
0: typical for rowers in winter you do long long miles yeah. rather than the sprinting
1: yeah yeah um, so if you the idea really is if you get those long miles done during the winter then uh, it gives you a big capacity to do a lot more work at the high intensity stuff during the summer so. Uh, we're kind of, uh, we're a bit in between at the moment, kind of starting to get a bit more racy stuff done, so uh, a normal day might look like a couple of hours on the water in the morning, um, and then the same again in the evening, maybe a bit, a bit less, 90 minutes or an hour, mm-hmm. and then into the weights room. What kind of weights are
0: you doing?
2: Well,
1: r- rowing's actually uh, a lot to do with the legs, so we're doing a lot of squat, deadlift, um, leg press, and then some bench pulls and um, bench press to get yeah. get the get the guns.
0: What condition are your hands
1: in? Not not too bad actually. They're I'm used to I'm they've gotten used to it. I used to get very bad blisters but now they're pretty much just just all callous, so Yeah.
0: But if you don't keep it up they're just gonna fall yeah, off. Yeah exactly. And, and you'll
1: be back to square one. Yeah. So we'll try and avoid that. What big events do we have coming up this year? So we've got the Europeans will probably our first be our first kind of big event that's in May and then we'll have a World Cup probably in Switzerland between that and the World Champs and then the World Champs will sort of double up as our Olympic qualifier so yeah. we have to come top seven there so that's really the main the main goal for the season. And the Olympics in Paris next year? We'll have to qualify first but that's all eyes on the prize for sure. You
0: you row at lightweight do you have you, you obviously don't have to worry about keeping that weight down do you have to try keep your weight up
1: oh no I have to worry big time about keeping it down really? <laughs> these okay. days yeah um,
0: what, what's it, what is it about 70 kilograms
1: yeah 70 is the the average that's the goal we try and get there during the summer but uh, yeah during the winter you're not seeing 70 at all really okay. to be honest
0: no. are you much in demand for doing things like this
1: <laughs> not too much um, a bit It's it's hard to fit it all in with training really so that's you know that's always the priority so It's nice to come to things like this and get a bit of a different experience, but definitely training is the big priority, so this is quite rare, really.
0: Some of the biggest exhibitors at the show were for houseboats. They're a relatively new concept for Irish waters. I went to visit the Bluefield Houseboat Stand.
2: Yes, I'm Colin Nelson from Bluefield Houseboats, and it's basically a luxury house floating in water.
0: Well, we're standing on one now? Tell me about this. It's like we're looking in, we're on the deck, we're looking in, at, it's like a deck on a house, looking in at the kitchen. What What is in this?
2: Basically, everything that's in this is built to the same standard as a house prior, building control regulations prior 2022. So you've got your 150 mil insulation in your walls, you've got 150 mil insulation in your, your floors and your roof. It has the same construction for walls as in a, a timber frame house. So you've got your, your timber frame structure built in between a steel frame to give it the rigidity in the building itself, and then you have your insulation and your uh, plasterboard after that and aluminium cladding on the outside. So it's year-round living? Year-round living, no maintenance, maintenance free, 25-year life expectancy on it.
0: Okay. Where would you push one of these? And are they movable? Do you tow them around? Or do they have to be moved by a truck?
2: There's different models. So this here's our FP310 range, so it's more like inland waters, so more like rivers and lakes, yeah. So, it is. so this here is on a pontoon system on concrete, so it's more stable and what you have is you'll be towing it about very, just really in the location, you won't be moving this one. Yeah. It's more to the total location because of the square holes in the front of it, so there's no sort of movement within, it's harder to drag, it creates a bit more drag.
0: Okay, so you're towing it on the water to well,
2: wherever? Just into position really. Yeah. So it is, so we then have a, a marine range, which is our M series range, so an M250 and an M310. And that's what we're based on, it's more like a boat style. So then your hulls are all shaped at the front, and it also you can put an outboard motor in the back of it, which you can put a boat number on, and then you can, you can tittle about do whatever you need to do at your leisure.
0: Okay, so you can actually drive it, drive it around, for want of a better you, word, yep. if you're, say, on the River Shan, you can move around. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. What on size is that?
2: That is uh, 4.4 wide and 7.2 long is the first range.
0: Okay. So it's like the size yeah kind of small size the yeah yeah would be okay do you mind if we take a look Absolutely, inside yeah we we'll just take a walk around we're, so we're coming off the deck and we're just stepping in through your patio doors no, really nice. we we'll walk down here into the
2: bedroom this in your master bedroom yeah and then you have another bedroom off here to your left hand side which will have a set of bunk beds into it okay or a lot of people are using this here for like an office so you're looking out onto the river and nice yeah. and sort of peaceful you you've,
0: you've got your door out of the aft deck
2: yep aft deck here and then here sorry here we've got our holding tank. so we have a 350 litre holding tank in here yeah. which is a pumping station to pump up the 80 meters into land
0: so you've got a truck or something to come along or has moved to wherever there is a place to pump it out
2: on this series here because it's our, our sort of on um inland lakes and all the rest so what will happen here is infrastructure is put in on land yeah. So uh, normally, if you have a batch of five of these here, you'll put in a bow bow system with a rebuild system with it. So we have a fifty mm diameter pipe comes out of our holding tank that will pump to that tank. So there's a float switch inside our holding tank, which once it gets towards full, the, the bearing the bearing will move, activate the pump, the pump will go on, and it'll discharge out into the tank itself. So you have no. It's basically. You forget about it. it. Runs like a house.
0: Okay, and it's completely green living. There's nothing. You're not p- putting anything into the waterways. Nothing
2: into the waterways. No. And this particular model here, it's fully off-grid. We've got 24 solar panels on the roof here.
0: I've um, noticed those. Yeah,
2: yeah. and we've gas heating inside here. So the only power we're going to this is a trickle charge
0: for the batteries to top them up. Okay, even so, even during the winter, you will still be able to run your cooker, Absolutely. your lights. Yep. Okay, we've got a few more rooms around for a look. So that's just
2: the. Working so yeah, basically meter board in here. Really, yeah. So you have your tank, so this will be a high level alarm here, so if you hear this noise sound, it means then your your tank, is your pumping out is not working, which would be possibly a block in your pipe. Heating system here, just like your normal house again, mm-hmm. so you just set yep. it hot water to, it's zoned two different yeah. zones, you have your heating zone, you have your, your living zone, and then you have your actual hot water. Bathroom obviously? Yep.
0: And your kitchen, you've got everything.
2: So in here we've, we've used uh, the Bosch range for gas boilers, so no hassle with that there, very yeah. efficient.
0: You're getting quite a bit of interest here. Yes,
2: yeah, With a lot now. We've, it's really taken off this last couple of years, yeah. possibly because of COVID, but people are think the benefit of actually living in water. There's something therapeutic sitting out here in the decking area. The next thing you jump into the water, you have jet ski, boat pulled up alongside. Away you go, have a bit of fun, come back mm-hmm. around again, have your lunch. Like, we've wound up there in Fermanagh. And I've, I've stayed at it myself, and it's and absolutely fantastic just to actually experience yeah. what you've built and your... It's brilliant, fantastic holidays.
0: And you're talking an awful lot less than a holiday home?
2: A lot less a holiday home. We're getting, our, our market would be split massively. You have two different areas. You've got people who want it just for a leisurely, their own use only. Uh, we've got the odd person staying in the marina that like they have the marina environment but don't want to have the, hu- the issue of having a boat that doesn't move because a lot of people buy the boat but they only want they, they want the social aspect or living in the marina aspect of it. So this here covers the hassle without an engine, without anti-fouling. So you've all them benefits with just having a houseboat there. Plus you've got living like house li- living in a boat that is actually a house that is just like living in water.
0: What kind of costs are we talking about?
2: So the ranges here
0: are. So with a,
2: this is the. FP250 range, so starting price is 115,000, and then you move into 310, which we have just walked through is 131, then we have a 500 series. So these the, the, the ranges is 250 square foot of living space, 310 square foot of living space, and so on down through. So the 500 is 185, a 250 is 145, a 350 is 171, or 500 series, which, is, which would be more residential. So these first ones would all be more for people living aboard for small periods of time or holiday lets, which is extremely popular because we're getting 75% accuracy in all these models over the last three years now have actually proven to be 75% accuracy through the year and they're generating at around four to £6,000 a month return on their investment.
0: If we want to find out more, your website?
2: It's bluefieldhouseboots.com.
0: Over the years, we've always had a very positive reaction whenever we've spoken to women involved in angling. At the expo, Madden and Kelly told me about Northern Ireland real women at their stand.
3: We were running training courses for women to introduce them to fly fishing, and it was the women themselves that um, would say things like, "You know, love to go fishing, but um, can't go. I'm just scared to go on our own." And you know. Um, Why can't we just have a group um, together and, you know, share names and addresses and telephone numbers and contact details and have WhatsApp groups and stuff like that. And, you know, we can go fishing and feel safe going fishing with somebody else, because that is actually one of the barriers to women going fishing.
0: Feel safe or unsafe in what way?
3: Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. And this is a true story from North America. Um, a youth officer had a youth group of young men and young women, teenagers and he set them an exercise one night and he said um, write down all the things you do every day to keep yourself safe and they all started writing but the boys had finished writing in a couple of minutes and they were looking around themselves and thinking you know the girls were still writing and the girls were writing and writing and writing it just demonstrates that you know they were shocked, and the, the actual youth leader was shocked, so much so that he told this story out in the public. Um, shocked that young women and women as a whole have to spend more time thinking about how to keep themselves safe. And it reflects in angling. Um, women will say to me, oh, I would never walk up along a river by myself. Simply, you know, you don't know what's around the next corner. And for women it is something to be concerned about and i know men can be concerned as well but it's not the same and women would prefer to go fishing in twos now there's some women who would go fishing on their own yeah but um mostly women will say i, I would feel safer in a group
0: and how is real women going for you
3: um well obviously covid interfered yeah. with um, our plans for real women but um today actually is the first time that we're actually doing something to move the group forward um, and we're at this show absolutely brilliant, getting great support and um, a lot of interest being shown and we've had a number of women already who have said I would love to fly fish um, so actually we do all kinds of fishing So, um, but um, okay. I'm a fly fisher and I okay. kind of um, gravitate towards that
0: How do you teach somebody fly fishing for the first time?
3: Well um, we usually explain um, what fly fishing is and you know why fly fishing, what is a fly. Um, but there's usually like an indoor session to the training courses um, and we try and keep that as short as possible because um, the women came along to have a rod in their hand and try their hand at fishing. So we get them outside as quickly as possible, show them how to tackle up, let them tackle up and then um, demonstrate um, the basics of fly casting and um, take them through fly casting and then um, they spend a few hours perfecting um, fly casting. We actually, back in 2018 for the first time, we ran a programme of six days, a beginners programme for women to come along and at the end of those six days, um, the women were, had learnt a lot and um, were able to go out fishing on their own because that's what this is all about, give women the skills to send them out fishing on their own um, and then the following year we ran a 10-day intermediate programme where um, they really honed their skills.
0: If we want to find out more information, where to... do we go?
3: Yeah, we have a website, um, northernirelandrealwomen.com. W E L. Real is spelt R-E-E-L, yeah.
0: If people are interested, even if they're not in this part of the country, you'll be able to put them on to other groups around the place.
3: Yes, there are a number of groups now in Ireland, Um, the Irish Ladies Fly Fishing Association and there's groups down in the west of Ireland. So, yeah, women from all over Ireland um, have an opportunity now to um, find a group near them Um, and other clubs, a lot of clubs are actually running training desks for women and young people. So um, there's loads of
4: opportunities to learn.
0: Now we're going to speak to one of your learners, who's Trudy. Trudy, how did you come to this group?
4: Hello. Um, I came to this. I joined the group uh, through my friend Susan Brown and Maddie, But I met I met Maddie through Susan Brown.
0: And how are you finding fishing? What type of fishing are you doing?
4: Um, fly fishing. And difficult to learn. It is very difficult, and I've been a few times, but I'm getting the hang of it. I think. Okay. Have you caught a fish yet? I have. Yes, oh, really? we're, three fish. We're... At Strayed.
0: You're you're going to keep it up, get more into it. Would you encourage other women to get involved?
4: I would really love other women to come and join us. You know, it is a great sport and it does take you out. You know, you meet new people and it it does help. Yeah, I enjoy it. I haven't been, you know, in a few months, but the times I've been.
0: Yeah, well, summer is coming, so you can be out and about. I definitely
4: would recommend, yeah. Summertime is great, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: One exhibitor, which caught my eye, had a fully solar-powered boat on show. I had to have a closer look.
5: So, my name is Jonathan Bell. We developed a product called the Gridbeater, which it's a multi-purpose generating station. Basically, it can be a boat. So, on the water, it can be self-powered. It generates its own electricity to run motors. You can use it to power different things when you're on the water. Uh, you can use it to uh, harvest the energy to run houseboats or basically it's a it's a multi-purpose generating station we have it on display here this is our our first show we just launched it today it's been been a lot of interest from different people from all walks of life people will you
0: talk about this one over here yeah okay now this is a boat it's like like a rib but it's got a huge bank of solar power on top will this yeah. drive itself
5: yeah so you say this is the in its boot configuration it has two uh, inflatable floats on either side, and the deck is covered in a walkable solar panel. So the solar panels are molded in a a rigid plastic that is a non-slip surface on the top. So it generates electricity, but you can walk across it, and it's it's non-slip and it's it's very robust.
0: Okay, you have a picture here of somebody just going along in a lake fishing off this.
5: Yeah, so that's one of the one of the areas that we've got the most interest is because it generates its own electricity when you're out in the lake it has an electric motor at the back so whilst you're going along it's generating the electricity to power the electric motor at the back
0: you've got a huge bank of batteries in under the seat
5: yeah so it, in under the seat there's the control electronics and the batteries uh, which you can have up to, to four uh, 200 amp hour batteries so depending on how far you're looking to go what the, the things you're looking to run you can you can customise it to, to have the energy storage that you need. It's always generating. Well, <laughs> in Ireland, if there's sun, it's always. Okay, generating... does it have to have
0: sun, or is it just sun, light?
5: nice It's light. It, the the more light, the more power it generates. So it, it's always even on a cloudy day, it'll be generating generating something. Um,
0: okay, <laughs> it's fantastic looking thing. How, if this, if I wanted to buy this, how much is
5: it going to cost? So depending on the configuration, the the base boat which. You can see uh, with the panels on the deck, uh, one of the batteries, the floats, would be around the, the £10,000 mark.
0: If we want to find out more
5: about you, where do we go? www.gridbeater.com
0: Maybe you're not that adventurous and you just want a short trip on the sea. Then Atlantic Coastal Cruises out of Kilibegs could be for you.
6: Okay. Hi, my name is Patrice and we are Atlantic Coastal Cruises based in Killybegs, County Donegal. And we are a boat trip two hours long out to Sleeve League, the highest sea cliffs in Europe.
0: You have beautiful pictures of it here?
6: Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful scenery. Absolutely Waterfalls
0: gorgeous. coming into the sea?
6: Waterfalls, you can see dolphins. Yeah, beautiful. Whales, occasionally.
0: What's your season and how often do you take the trip?
6: Yeah, our season runs from middle of May till October. And we sail at one, three trips a day. Okay. And busy season, July and August. The boat. The Sleeve League Allure is the name of the boat yeah. and it can seat over 90 passengers and it has a bar and indoor seats, outdoor seats and air conditioning.
0: The cliffs you're going to see, we have near here, just tell me about them.
6: Yeah, the Sleeve League cliffs, they're over 600 metres and three times the height of the Cliffs of Moher and the Eiffel Tower and hey. they're just gorgeous. You can do walks, pilgrim paths, the one man path, I haven't done it. They haven't done it but yeah please come and visit it's beautiful
0: and if we want to find out about you you are
6: atlanticcoastalcruises.com yep visit our website and you can book through that
0: if you're on almost any beach around the country you'll notice that there's been a huge surge in the popularity of paddle boards and it's really an easy and cheap way to take to the water there were many examples on display at lisburn and martin o'donovan of ch marine booked me through what was available.
7: We we've started stocking paddle boards about five years ago, very big on the continent up to then, and our suppliers asked us to take them on board, literally, pardon the pun there. Um, So we carry a couple of ranges, we carry carry Red Paddle and we carry Joby. Joby are the main boards we carry. Uh, They come in a range of sizes from nine foot six up to anything up to 15 foot. The most popular sizes are either the 10 foot or the 10 foot six. Okay. and of the two the 10 foot six simply because of the stability on the water and um, for people of average build say up to six foot say 13 14 stone yeah. anything up to that 10 foot six that, that's me so that's yeah, what that's I, I, I need <laughs> so it's inflatable it's inflatable yeah it'll pack down into so a you don't need
0: it. a rack on your car
7: not at all it'll fit in the boot of your car okay um, it'll fit it comes in a it can come in a carry bag with yeah. um, straps on the back. You can throw it on your back and walk down to the okay. beach. It's if, a,
0: that's like if you ever played golf, it's like a golf bag. It's like it's a, a golf place. bag.
7: It's like yeah. a golf bag. Weight-wise, you're looking once it's packed at about 30 kilo maximum. Yeah. Anything between 25 and 30 kilo. Um, to inflate it takes about 10 minutes once it's out of the bag. Uh, you inflate it to between 12 and 15 psi, depending on the size of the unit. It has to be rock hard rock art and the important thing don't put on the fin before inflating it because you stand on it then to test it you break your fin okay okay
0: are they hard to use they look very easy but i suspect they're not that
7: easy it's like riding a bicycle it takes practice yeah simple as that um i just episode there a couple of years ago my wife has a 10 foot too small for me i literally walked the plank i walked off the bow she got a great kick out of it i didn't so that's why ten foot six is for me so it's it's practicing your balance what people do when they start out is they sit on the board and paddle out sitting on it then they get up and kneel on the board get their confidence stand up normally close to shore most mm-hmm. of the time to start out and next thing you know they're gone and anyone who has a board and makes regular use of it they swear by them yeah. and it's just a convenience pack it up put it in the car just to, to, to uh, deflate 10 minutes Walk up, walk yeah. up from the beach in their car. It looks, home.
0: it looks so zane.
7: Yeah, absolutely, and a lot of people use them for yoga as well. Okay. Very, you're out in the water, you're at peace. A lot of people on the bigger boards. Some people use them in actually yoga centres as well, uh, especially the 15 foot, where they can have a couple of people on board as well. Okay. So it's multiple uses, but it is and lakes. Uh, Flat water, lakes, some rivers if it's quite yeah, calm. Yeah. Some people use them, but mainly on the sea, sure. mainly on the sea.
0: You'd wear wetsuits in Ireland?
7: Uh, yeah, for definite, mm. yeah. Just in case you get. Oh, you, you, you definitely yeah. do, yeah. And a buoyant aid, pretty much essential. Okay, a there's day. a big price range? Range, range there? It, it, it's like anything. You get what you pay for. You can get boards starting at three ninety nine. Yeah. Um, the Joby, for example, they're at six ninety nine for this, a 10 foot one 6. Here this do exactly, you and me. Yeah. Absolutely, comfortably. These are well reinforced. You can feel they're rock, rock solid. Yeah. There yeah. is no give in that at all. And that's the way they should be inflated. Follow the instructions when you're inflating it to the PSI recommended. Do not go less because you'll actually find it bending in the middle. They're meant to be pumped solid. 10 minutes to inflate it, 10 minutes to deflate it. You can wrap it up. You know and it's a quick and easy way to get on the water. Quick and easy way and great fun.
0: Thanks for, meaning for your time. You have
7: them at CH Marie. No problem, of course we do. Anytime we sell online as well in free delivery.
0: A thanks to Martin O'Donovan and everyone at the Ireland on the Water Expo. There are links to all the people you heard there on our website. Now regular listeners to the p- Now regular listeners to the programme will remember we have twice featured the wonderful restoration work done. <coughs> Our regular listeners to the programme will remember that we have twice featured the wonderful restoration work done on the yacht, the Lady Min, by Simon O'Keefe in Skull in County Cork. Lady Min was back racing last summer. She's a classic yacht and is now up for an award from the prestigious Classic Boat magazine in the UK. You can vote for her in that restoration category if you search for Classic Boat Awards 2023 or look at the link on the Seascapes website. She's well-deserving of your support. And that's it for Seascapes for this week. We're back at the same time next Friday. Everything on the programme is podcast, it's on our website, seascapes. If you want to contact me or the programme, the email is seascapes at rt.ie. If you're anywhere on or near the water over the next week, stay safe.